Hello and welcome to Dowdy, the podcast where me, Mariana Feijó, talk to my guests about the concept of bravery, our braveness, even just the moments where folks have been slightly out of their comfort zones. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dowdy. I'm recording this intro on Tuesday, the 6th of October, the same day Rishi Sunak told artists to retrain and get another job. He says he was referring to everyone in any job. But as you'll hear in this podcast, we artists are sensitive and vulnerable people and we take things personally. If you do keep on listening to the podcast, you will hear Laura talk about how much training in different areas and skills she has. If you follow me on social media or are someone who knows me, you know I do a bunch of different jobs and have a bunch of different skills. I don't know. It's enraging and saddening and I dropped my tea on myself a few minutes ago and had a little cry that was in no way related to the burning feeling of boiling water dropping on me. So, you know, what can I do but record podcasts? For the next hour, though, you can enjoy a conversation between me and Laura Satius. It was a super fun episode to, to record and we... It's a long one and we did keep on going for another hour after the <laughs> after I stopped the recording. We only stopped because I had a handyman coming. Nothing sordid, just a wiki bathtub. No, that's not an euphemism. And because everything is changing and even though this is a very young podcast and its regularities may not be yet part of your habits... I will start this episode as I start every Dowdy Up episode with my guest, Laura Seixas, introducing herself. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm a Portuguese filmmaker, writer-director, and like all the independent filmmakers, pretty much everything else in the book, from producer to makeup artist. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm, uh, I've done a web series lately that big news are coming unfortunately i cannot say but <laughs> yeah surprise suspense you'll have to see it in the yes. next podcast <laughs> yeah. just follow laura everywhere and check what's coming yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty much me cool you said you also it was that just a, a, a add-on you put on there or is it real that you have done makeup uh, the makeup yeah. of, of stuff yeah oh, I have. Cool. Um, I, uh, there was actually one of my first jobs in show business was a makeup artist I haven't done it in a while but I used to be very good at uh, yeah uh, making cuts and bloods and like little things bursting oh, cool. from it yeah I know <laughs> I wasn't even I wasn't even considering that I was just considering like, like just, making yeah. your face more like mad no and that, stuff. that thing no. I was like no I don't care about that like teach me the rest <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, cool. <laughs> it was yeah. My specialty was actually to make paper cuts. I was very good at making small paper cuts. I'm very good at making them in real life as well, not just like yeah. with makeup. Yeah, but. That, that those ones I, I do all the yeah. time as well, and then like you feel the pain, but you don't know what happened. Yeah. How how? Yeah. <laughs> how would you define bravery? Oh God. Um. I mean, I think. I mean, for sure, bravery is. It's not the absence of fear, but it's it goes alongside with it. It's going forward, even though the fear is there. And I actually think, like, in the later years, I've actually defined bravery or acts of bravery as being vulnerable. Because I've always been... 
Like my friends always descri describe me as being brave. And I always said like, the, the, the stuff that you're describing is not really, for me, it's not really brave. It doesn't feel braver because at the moment I just feel it's an instinct that like I, I get myself into crazy situations just yeah. to explain that. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I always find that it's, it's not, I, I really think like it's bravery, especially nowadays, I think being vulnerable is the biggest act of bravery you can you can have. I, I feel like that's something we've been coming back to in this podcast as well. Because, I don't know, because when you think of bravery as an abstract or as you grow up or whatever, you think of like extreme acts of bravery. And then when someone tells you, hey, you've been brave. No, I haven't like, I haven't done anything yeah, no, that's that was just stupidity. Brave. Like that was like me going forward on something <laughs> that was not really the, the, the point. But yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, like being, especially as a woman, like being yourself and being vulnerable and allowing yourself to fail. Because we're, as girls, we're not really allowed to fail, I think. I think it's like, a, maybe more, uh, but yeah. I think it is like a thing in society yeah, that you're, you're not, not really allowed to fail. Exactly. Like you're not, or you it, it think comes you from girls. Like there's fail. a really interesting TED talk. I can't remember the name of the woman, if you can find it after. But um, she, she says often like, you know, boys, they're taught to go up the trees and if they fall and scrape their knees it's gonna be fine like girls it's not like no you're gonna ruin your dress no don't go <laughs> up the tree like and i think that 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 really puts it in us i mean it's something that it's in us a lot more than it is i mean i'm not saying that there's no patriarchy <laughs> external <laughs> problems <laughs> but i think yeah it comes very much from within so yeah like to sum up i think that's how i define bravery is really acts of being vulnerable for men as well yeah i guess for men like showing vulnerability for men is yeah. sometimes even more difficult than for a woman I, I think like a woman is labeled as maybe labeled as weak or hysterical when yeah. she shows vulnerability but yeah a man is almost not allowed to show vulnerability yeah no absolutely like I think it's such a big problem and it, it, it brings horrible like depression in men is, is so predominant because of that because they're not allowed they're, they don't know how to express their feelings they don't know how to deal with it yeah. not that we know as well I think we have <laughs> we have lots of other issues <laughs> yeah I think we should be there should be like a class in in school where you learn how to deal with your feelings or to talk about them I don't know because that's like one of the hardest things no, ever yeah. for me no I, I really think you should like it's it's you you go into the world and it's like oh you know you're sad you're angry you're happy and and you're just expo like no one ever I, I don't remember at all having someone help me how to deal with my feelings how to express them and it, it was interesting because like lately I've been doing like an emotion course actually and it's super interesting because it explains so simply it's stuff that is really basic but you just have one of those ones ah yeah like why did I never think of this emotions come because you have to they're, they're part of you like they're coming to tell you a message basically so if you're sad it means like maybe there's something in your life like you need time to reflect to consider if you're happy as well like to accept that happiness is not always going to be there and uh, yeah that anger may be there because you, you like you have to, like just to understand like okay emotions come because I have something within me that I have to deal with or like a situation that is presenting how can I interpret yeah, this and I feel like with anger I feel like you get angrier if you don't deal with it yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you bottle yeah, up, it's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to be like my nickname was pressure cooker, like it's, it used to build up, and then I was like, no, I'm absolutely fine. Everything is perfectly fine until like, 
Have you like uh, have you thought about moments in your life when you have been brave and are any of those pressure cu cooker moments moments of bravery? Oh no, I wouldn't define any of my pressure <laughs> cooker moments as bravery. Um, not not at all. <laughs> But I mean, moments that I've been brave. I think you know, like um, a few years. I think it was, yeah, four years ago. I um I went to Cannes and I was really in a we can swear right yeah we can swear sorry I I know that uh, <laughs> in a dipshit sit like just a dipshit part of my life it was really I was not okay um, but I was at Cannes with a film and uh, I, I know it sounds really uh, opposites but <laughs> and like I, I had a friend next to me and she said like you know you can dwell yourself in in this or you can go out there and try to make something and I define that as actually quite because I've always been very afraid of knows and people telling me that I'm not good enough or I don't know disappointing people and I decided you know what fuck all of this I'm gonna go and I managed to crash a party managed to talk to a producer and after that I had a meeting with him and he started talking with me um and after a while I understood oh man he wants to do a film with me damn it I don't have a film I don't have it because it was like very specific and it needed to be Portugal and Brazil and I was like oh my god I need a film a film idea and I just started to blurb out and he was like oh that sounds interesting do you have a script and I was like uh yeah yeah I have it's like for two other countries but I have I have a script I can give it to you, you give me two weeks and I'll adapt it <laughs> for Portugal and Brazil and he was like sure I had nothing and so I went home and typed it up and I was so scared like when I when I, I remember when I was sending that I was like this is gonna be horrible I wrote this in two weeks this is not gonna be good and I sent it over and well it got picked up he liked it we got a bunch of other people involved we're still working on it but uh, that's yeah. great that's like a great thing to to have recorded it somewhere <laughs> where, maybe, where some people will listen you're to actually it. the first one to know this so <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> no, but also like for people to listen and to like be inspired because yeah. I do like I feel that a lot of my thing is not good enough so I'm not even going to show it to anyone yeah and, and it's like as filmmakers comedians artists in general we are so vulnerable all the time you and we have to be vulnerable like we have to wear our emotions on our sleeves like we have to allow ourselves to to feel things and 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 and, and to be present but then at the same time we have to have such a thick skin because the rejection is present every single day for minor things that might not even be you it's like oh you know you you have curly hair or you have uh like i don't know you're from another country you're this you're a woman like it's or not not even an answer at all uh which is i think the worst yeah. most of the time <laughs> but it does it does like i feel like i was always a very cold person in my life uh, <laughs> until i've like started being a performer and i <laughs> had to like be more in touch with my emotions and recognize them and learn how to portray them to other people and i feel like i i'm way more uh, sensitive now mm -hmm. but at the same time i also have to be cold because I don't want a nose to hurt me. So it's ah, such a weird balance. Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's a, it's a really fine line and it gets those moments that it's just like, oh, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's really like, and this is why, like whenever my friends tell me, oh, you know, you're, you're so brave, you're going after your dream and you, you have all of these rejections. I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a great experience. <laughs> Rejection. I'm always. Yeah, I'm all of this. Like, yeah, this, I don't know if it's bravery again, stupidity. <laughs> But there is like, yeah, the more, hmm, I don't know, because you, you do want acceptance at some point for the rejection to make sense. But the more rejection you have, it means 
you are putting yourself out there yeah. and you are trying and getting better at what you do no, but absolutely. it's hard yeah yeah no it's 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 yeah it's it's hard i don't think anyone understands how how heartbreaking it is people who aren't in the business but it's uh i mean no absolutely i think rejection is part of it and we need to learn to embrace it and again like as women like embrace rejection embrace failing massively <laughs> it's everything because it's it is so liberating when you say to yourself you know what fuck it If I fail, I fail. What's the worst that can happen to me? They say no, yeah. that's already. <laughs> and yeah, every every single time that I've been rejected, it hurt like hell, but it made me better at what I do. Like if you can channel that and think, okay, what is is this val like what is the other person telling me? How can I adapt this? How can I is this like and you and you form yourself, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> is there as an opposite, is there a moment where you haven't done something? Oh, because thoughts. of fear or lack of bravery <laughs> every time that i'm in a meeting and i'm just like oh i should have talked <laughs> no there's loads i think i mean i cannot think of a, a, a moment in precise but i know that it's something that is regular in my life of being so scared of like after getting like a thousand rejections there's that one moment that you're just like i'm i'm done I'm, i don't want to do it anymore and i remember being in meetings and and just letting someone else speak because i i i mean i'm from portugal and i'm very conscious of that, of that as well um that's sometimes like i mean you understand this <laughs> you're <Yeah>. portuguese <laughs> so you you know what i'm talking about like going out there and sometimes you you notice sometimes there's with some people that you or or maybe it's your own preconcepts but self-consciousness yeah self-consciousness but you're but, you're out there and you th and you think like okay there's someone who's way more confident than i am speaking i have a and i know i have a valid point i have a good idea but i'm just gonna shut up because yeah they're way more confident and i'm i'm not gonna be that and i yeah. i definitely like I, it's something that i've been trying to work on because i definitely um cancel myself a lot of the times like uh, i say sorry all the time i always find like i'm like found a, a thousand excuses for being who I am and I, it's some, definitely something that I'm working on so if you hear me say sorry <laughs> shut me up <laughs> I will I may say sorry right now hey, shut up sorry and we go on a like a half hour of sorry sorry yeah. I'm so sorry <laughs> but it is, like how do you feel have you told me that you've lived in other places besides Portugal yeah. and UK Yeah, I have. So I was born in Switzerland and then I came back home straight after like my parents moved. I think I was, yeah, two months, two months old. And then went, I lived in Portugal for a while. Uh, I was at a French school, grew up at a French school and then went to Switzerland again. France, well, it was in the border. When I was six years old, lived there for a year and then came back, went back to the French school. And I was actually supposed to go to France, but then somehow i ended up here. i guess it's different then because i was going to ask you if you felt uh, like the thing about being portuguese and feeling that sometimes oh, yeah. people may be evaluating you in a different way or maybe like even your accent and stuff like that i was going to ask if there was any difference from here and switzerland but i guess you were oh but uh, i felt it first younger and then you you also felt it. i felt it yeah at six years old i, I definitely felt it because i mean especially in switzerland and and in france there's such a big uh community of Portuguese like that immigrate from the 60s and there's a prejudgment that everyone makes when you say that you're Portuguese it's like oh your yeah. your mom is for sure a maid and it's like which yeah. as well it's such a crazy thing to to think of it's like I mean she's not but what if she is like um she's actually a professor <laughs> like, but uh, what what if 
what if she is like what's so yeah. what's so bad about it so it's it's uh, interesting to think about the preconceptions people have because of moments in history where maybe the biggest majority of people that they knew who were portuguese in there were maids or worked yeah. in, like construction work and stuff like that yeah. my friend lived in brazil for a while mm-hmm. and they were very surprised she didn't have like a mustache <laughs> Because all Portuguese women should. And I guess it's yeah. from like the really old immigration yes, but it's from Portuguese <laughs> to Brazil. Every time that I hear that, it's like, yeah, I have a mustache. And then like all the others that come... I mean, that comes as well with being an immigrant, you know, it's we're always the people who are super lazy, but at the same time, still all the jobs, yes. which is, I mean, it's awesome. Like, this is this is my idea of superheroes. Someone who's so lazy and still managed to get the jobs. It's like, yeah, that's a, quite a, a deed. Achievement. <laughs> yeah, an achievement. Yeah, it's an achievement. Like, it's, it's impressive. I mean, I definitely, f- while I was there in school, I definitely felt it. I was very much alone. I didn't have much friends except for another Portuguese girl who also spent most of her time alone you felt it straight away and i think i mean being here yeah being here i, I didn't have anyone here and i decided to to move on a, on a wimp as well it was like all of a sudden i was like i'm gonna chase my dream and i i moved my whole life and and when i came i mean you see like with brexit you you've uh, we've talked about this before like yeah. it's definitely something that i've i've lived here for seven years and i felt the difference I, i feel the difference um yeah it's not the same environment and you feel people making judgments straight away yeah. or that you're not and, British. And we and we both live in London, yeah. which I think it's probably the place where... Uh, it's more open. That <laughs> should, it's more open. And maybe that doesn't happen as much as in other places in the UK. But I do, I've started feeling it a lot. And like the day of the mm-hmm. Brexit vote, I was vo- working at a film festival and we had like a party, an after party that night. And everyone was saying, because like all people that work in the arts, a lot of English people, but all people that work in the arts and they're all no it's not going to happen don't worry we were all depressed we all woke up to messages of the results and we were all depressed the other day i i I remember that day i was it was a it was because i never believed i was like i was the day before and i was just like okay it's a lot of stupidity but it's gonna be fine like people are smart they're not gonna vote they will think about it like it's it's okay and the next day i woke up and i was i had to go to work as well like i had to um to film a commercial i remember being like being on the street and just like what is this country and and people passing by ironically all with uh, english flags not british flags um calling independence day which i think for every other country is very funny uh, <laughs> and um there was a woman from a car i was minding my business walking and all of a sudden this woman just like independence day england ooh you you go home you go home and i was like how the hell do you know that i'm not british like i could be, <laughs> like what is it about me that gave it away <laughs> and going to work as well and there was like i was at work and the guy was just like oh i love like we were talking of course about brexit and the guy like the client he was just like oh you know i love it it's gonna create so much chaos and people are not gonna know what to do and it's opportunity and i was just like you know that I'm European, right? Like, <laughs> this is But not... I feel like people don't have that, I don't know, th- they don't realize that. I, I was at the time in an improv group and we were all, there was like a Hungarian, a Frenchman, a Korean-American and the rest, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm forgetting anyone, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting <laughs> about you, but the rest were all British people. Uh, there was another Frenchman, there were two Frenchmen. Uh, <laughs> but one of the British people was uh, very young, he was like 20, 21 or something like that Tory but like very very big Tory and before the vote you would ask us all the Europeans will be 
this make a different for difference for you if Brexit goes ahead? Yes. <laughs> Will you be upset? Yes. <laughs> that one of the French men was in a relationship with a British guy with Caribbean heritage. And he asked that guy, so the only reason you're voting against Brexit is because you're in a relationship with a French man, so you're like voting for him. And he was like, no, I'm voting because it's what I believe in. And if immigration didn't exist when my grandparents moved here, I wouldn't be here. And all of that, yeah. like he was... <laughs> and the guy... <laughs> Okay, I still think Brexit is good, but you know the economy will crumble. Yes, I know, but I think, I still think, and that's like, what is happening? It's, I mean, you, you gotta give it to the British. They have something unique that in the face of shit, it's like, it's okay, we're still gonna make it. It's like, okay, guys, <laughs> that's awesome. But I mean, of course, like a lot of the policy and a lot of the stuff was against immigrants and, and, and putting... Like a negative note, like just Farage, like telling, oh, you know, if Brexit doesn't go ahead, we're just gonna have to go to violence. Like, so you do feel personally, but it also negates because I think that that there's definitely, I mean, I'm not saying that the European Union is perfect. There's definitely issues yeah. and there's stuff that needs to be addressed, but it's it just felt like that whole thing was just such madness because it's, I mean, it was a political game from start to finish, like telling lies to people. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 instead of actually because it could be because I know that there are some people that voted and they have valid points behind voting yeah. it but yeah it's just like the majority of it is just it just went so crazy and and so and in Europe as well it was just like wake up <laughs> like your face like this is not always good you need like this is the moment and I feel 2016 was really the moment, like, I mean, with Trump, with everything just going, like, with, in oh, yeah. France, with Le Pen, it was just like, guys, we, like, history, history, it comes in cycles, so you know <laughs> what's happening you next. You know, I've recently came across, like, a post on Instagram about, it was like a news piece, mm -hmm. uh, a photograph of a newspaper of when Salazar, the Portuguese dictator, died. And it was, like, it was very well written, in like, because he fell from a chair and he fought for a long time and he's, he was very strong and he was he had a different way of seeing the world but he was i don't know it was written in a way that it, it felt like yeah he, he was a dictator but he, he's great he's still a nice guy uh, <laughs> yeah. but then like in the comments there were a bunch of 20 year olds who like i went into their profiles and they like would study in like catholica which is a portuguese uh, private university uh, and they're all like oh those were the good times sure uh, <laughs> you don't you don't even know what you're talking about i think it's it's yeah i mean he was vote he was voted man of the, the best, yeah, the best yeah. portuguese which is kind of like okay I think we have some work to do, guys, still. Like, this is not... Yeah, for context of the people, for the people listening, uh, the, the dictator was voted the best person <laughs> ever in Portugal. The second best person, I think, was Fernando Pessoa, who was a poet yeah. who, like, was published all over and recognized all over. The third person was Aristides de Sousa Mendes, yeah. who was uh, a diplomat who gave visas to a bunch of Jewish people during the war and got them to safety. Yeah. And, and was like... He's not as good as Salazar. But, that's the th but you know, it's... Because it's, I think... I mean, especially Aristide Sousa Minge is like, for anyone who doesn't know him, you need to know him. He's a, a consul from... For, he was living in Bordeaux. He's, he saved millions of people, knowing, uh, thousands of people, knowing that he himself would get in trouble. Like he, yeah. like his family lived in... Like I, I, I know, I know the, um, part of his family... And 
they they lived like for a long time like he would he was put completely in poverty and and destitute and and everything and yeah it's kind of like but i think you know what i think it is like when you when you look around and we're still like quite a young democracy yeah it's i think it's like everything it's gonna take a long time because i mean yeah i mean the dictatorship was less than a hundred years ago uh, far less than a hundred years ago yeah far far less less. (laughs) so 74 so yeah but it's yeah it's such a crazy like so i think it's it's still very young and i think there's definitely i mean it was despite everything i think dictatorship even if we're generations ahead it still creates an impact on you because not everything is bad in a dictatorship. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not for dictatorships, by the way. Just, <laughs> just putting it out there. I'm, I'm, just I'm, to make it clear. Just to make it clear. I'm completely against it. I'm all for democracy, and votes should not be a right. It should be a, a duty. So I think it's like I, I think a lot of people because you get used to it. You know, you like. I mean, we've seen it now. Like people adapt so easily to the world and and the things that are out there that. I think for a long time, like people adapted to the dictatorship as well. Like, uh, of course, yeah. yeah. So I think it's it, it it will take a long time. And I think it's maybe a little generational as well, because I feel like my parents lived were young people in the dictatorship. My father was in mm-hmm. the um, colonial war, I guess. Yeah. That's how you'd say it in English. <laughs> and my mom was at uni when in seventy four. So they were like the young people kind of fighting, even though my father was fighting in the war of the dictatorship. I'm I'm sure he wasn't for it. It's just what young people will do. do. So like they have memories and they like brought me and my sister with those ideals in a way. But I guess... And but then like the generation, my generation and the generation right below me just didn't care about politics. No, and it's yeah, it's like I mean I think it's something that comes back every single time. Reading books like from very old times, <laughs> you just see it through, <laughs> through generations. And they all complain about the same thing. It's always oh the la- yeah the generation after me <laughs> is not caring at all. And it's like well yeah I think I mean yeah my my. My parents, yeah, they, they grew up with that as well, and they were um, they they were fighting for that, and 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 my grandfather. So so yeah, so they inputted that in me as well. I was very lucky to have that notion of of duty, like that voting does make a difference. That you're as a citizen, you do have an impact. But I think, I mean, especially looking at everywhere, not just in Portugal, like I think politics as well have become so complicated that. I think a lot of and there's so many distractions that I think people feel that they don't have any power and that's actually not true at all like in a democracy you have the biggest power that's why that's why these idiots are elected because they take advantage of that and they will make sure that people feel that they don't have the power and they, they everything has to stay the same i mean what's happening right now in the world like with the blm movement and and extinction rebellion and all of these movements going and actually trying to speak up and saying no we have a voice we have uh, something to to offer yeah we need to be like this is a democracy we need to be heard it's it's yeah. it's incredible yeah i've seen a very a very short video from jane fonda actually two one of them was an old one for from the 70s in which she was in like a a gay liberation uh, party or something talk event and the other one is like in a in a talk show i think trevor noah's talk show now in the present and her thing is all about how we are especially in america but i think it america tends to set an example (laughs) to the world we are under the impression that we should be individuals and are very individualistic but what we need to do is be a community group uh, have a group and fight as a group 
and like even the the different organizations like in the gay rights movement they realized that if you gathered the trans rights and the gay rights and the lesbian rights and at the time that all of them together will make a difference rather than all of them apart and you have that in the black lives movement as well yeah. or in the civil rights movement and i guess that's something we need to learn yeah. and i think the kids are learning it because they are doing it yeah no and there's definitely i mean i, I speak with younger generation like stuff that in in our age was just like oh you know like we don't talk about that that's taboo and and they're very open about it and they, and they talk about it change will come one way or the other change will always come and and we will always go through these moments in history where stuff goes a little but i you know it's it's i mean it's sad but at the some point i think it's necessary as well because before we were like it's just we we go into this calmness where we think oh you know it's not that that bad we have enough stuff like it's okay like as well for women like before the me too it was like oh you know like we 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 all know we all experience sexual harassment on a daily basis but it's like it's it's it is i can't believe that i'm using using his word no i'm not i'm using michelle obama's words it is what it is (laughs) and but like it, it it needed to go to something that bad to trump to be elected for people to finally start speaking out and talking and 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 saying no enough is enough and it's the same like it, it is really sad that we need those moments but yeah i think like throughout like if you look throughout history i mean there's no doubt that we are far better now that we were 100 yeah. years back uh we are still far from where we have to go but i think yeah i mean the next generations are definitely doing they have different minds and 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 they 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 are uniting and understanding that that this division is nothing more to create like because then it's easy you know like the people the people to be honest like the people in i'm gonna sound like bolshevik but (laughs) 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 like the people in power um like they don't care like honestly they don't care uh as long as they get the money and so it's very easy for them to create these separations and to create these, yeah, these divisions between us. And, and it's actually up to us to think, no, actually, bullshit. Like, there's, there's a beautiful film from the First World War. It's called uh, Merry Christmas. It's a French, mm-hmm. well, it's a French, British and German movie. For those who don't have a Christmas movie, watch that. That's really good. And it will definitely make sense this year because it's really interesting because it starts exactly like with the beginning. You see, I'm not going to spoil, but (laughs) you see it at the beginning. All of these children, like because they were taught to to, to behave that way and and to hate the other side without knowing what the other Mm -hmm. side was and to say all of these crazy, horrible things. And then you see them at war and actually something happens. I won't say. Uh, well, it is an historical fact, so but uh, I, I still won't say. But something you see it in the film. Once you actually get to meet, like how little, how stupid, how how all of those differences that people were claiming on, it's 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 nothing. You know, we're we're all human. We all have our different experiences. I'm, my experience is not going to be the same because I'm whitish and and a woman than a man who's white or than a black woman definitely not as a black woman uh, or, or or a black man like we all have very different experiences but deep deep down we all will feel the same things like we all again we all have the same emotions so we'll we'll understand and I think yeah it's definitely it's time for for people to unite and I definitely think people are and and that's very exciting that's very exciting to see Sorry, I, I went on a uh, on a ramble. Okay, so like that's, that's the point of the website. I'm just looking at my notebook to see what's next because I can't remember. Is there something coming up in your life, like in the near future or a little further ahead, for which you will have to be brave in order to do? Yeah, are oh, you putting me in a tough position? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you 
anything. No, no. Like, <laughs> Compromise, yeah. Anything. Anything. Um, no, no. Like, I was, uh, I mean, you know this, I was supposed to be um, in New York at the end of this year. Uh, and I was supposed to move to the States. That's still happening. It's still a very, I mean, that's still uh, not at the end of this year because pandemic. So yeah. um, everything got pushed back. Not sure to when. But yeah, I think, I mean, that move definitely for me, because that's been a big dream of mine. I don't know why, but since I was a little kid, it was like the States. I just want to go there. I think, I mean, especially nowadays, I think it's just because it's, it's the land. I, I know that this is like an idealistic view of it. I'm yeah. very aware of it. <laughs> but it's like, it's the land of immigration. Like no one is, I mean, no one anywhere in the world, like in a globalized world, no one is from anywhere. Like we're all from different parts and, 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 and have different histories. And But for me, that always appealed to me because I when I'm in Portugal, I never feel that I am Portuguese 100% because I, 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 yeah, I grew up in the French system. When I'm in France, I definitely like don't feel that I'm French because I'm Portuguese. When I'm here as well, it's the, it's the same situation. So I always felt like, okay, maybe this is a place where I can call home. Like, you know, being an immigrant, that's like how I will define myself. But yeah, uh, yeah so I, I, I think that move for me is going to be... It is crazy scary because it's something that I've been putting off for a long time. Because, you know, the same thing. Like, if I don't do it, I until I, like, I cannot yeah. fail. But, so, yeah, I think I'm ready now and I'm, I'm going to take that step and, and go and and see. And, and yeah, it's, I mean, I don't have, it's definitely very far away, definitely very different from what I know. Yeah. But, yeah, that's something that There's I... a bunch I want to, to say to that because <laughs> I also want to, to go to America, as we have talked about, yeah. as well, to New York specifically. And I also feel the same, even though it's very par paradoxical, because I think America, and as we are seeing now, is a very polarized place but in some in some environments in some like closed systems it is it doesn't matter where you come from I've I have been there doing like comedy courses and performing and I feel it's the only place where I feel like where I'm from doesn't really matter so yeah. I do feel that as well the other thing you said that made me want to to like scream is the thing about like the, the more you push it back The, the less you'll fail at it because yeah. you're pushing it back so you're not doing it yeah. and once you do it and maybe you'll fail then you can't try again because you've failed or you can't try again but you can't try try in the same way and that's something I do all the time yeah. and you said it and I like made a, a, an image in my head and it helped me so maybe I won't do it as much <laughs> No, it's definitely, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it comes back to when we talk at the beginning, I think it's something that we, I mean, everyone has this, like this fear of until, until you actually confront your dream, what you want, you, you just get very comfortable in these positions and you think, and I like, I hear my friends all the time talking and they tell me like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm 30 and I've been with this guy for a long time. I'm not particularly happy, but you know, that's, that's the way the life goes. So I'm going to stay with this guy or I'm in this job. Like I, it, it took too long for me. And it's just like, we're 30. Even if you're 60, 70, your life is not over. Like you can, you can start over. You can, you can fail. Like, because I think it's so scary to admit, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. If I fail, I fail. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that we have in us of being so scared to let go of, whatever we have or whatever we thought we we could be yeah the expectations yeah right? i do feel yeah i feel that a lot as well with friends that i feel like also with the way they say they tell me things but yeah it feels like they're settling because that's what you should do because it's time to 
duties. There's no time to do anything. But I also have like the opposite thing of people who, because I like I've I'm doing comedy for what is probably a short amount of time, even though my age maybe makes me be old to be doing com or like I should have achieved more in comedy because of my age if I'm thinking age-wise but I haven't been doing that it for so long but I do know people who have been doing it for longer and who sometimes tell me what if I I had done something else that was more <laughs> like grounded and that would make me give me more security and maybe if I had had kids maybe I would be happier <laughs> and I don't think they would I think they would be settled and not to say that we're not in constant like kind of struggle it's not a struggle we're like comfortable in our lives but it's like a struggle to be rejected and to be yeah. to not achieve the things you wanted to achieve or to not have that person say you're funny or whatever <laughs> it is but i don't think yeah because i've I, I had like a, i i was a scientist in another life and i don't think i'd be happy if i had stayed in that life no and i think i mean like i, I always go back to to simon sinek he always says like you need to find your why and your your purpose like Your, your goal in life should not be to be happy because, again, happy is something that is fleeing and, and it's not gonna, I mean, by no means try to be sad, but it, it's gonna come and go. Like, that's the, that's the rule of yeah. life. But I think the most important thing is to find purpose. Like, because your purpose can be anything. Your purpose can be, you know, I want to help people. And, and, and so you might want to be a doctor or, or a lawyer. Like, I don't know, like anything, but you need to find a purpose. And I think there is a really good quote. I, I cannot recite it now but i'll send it to you because it explains exactly that i, I will very badly 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 translate how we <laughs> feel which is <laughs> it basically says like you know artists go and, and that applies to any any performer like you go through life with rejection with with pain with like knowing that you're failing while you see everyone else achieving what is supposed to be achieved uh, i'm doing air quotes by the way <laughs> i'm aware that i'm on a podcast <laughs> and uh, and you go through life doing all of this for the one second that you just achieve like the the something deeper something that connects to another human being on another level i will send it i'm very badly explaining that quote but it basically yeah it it, it says that like we go through life Knowing more failure than most people will know in a lifetime on a daily basis <laughs> for just for a moment that we might might happen, might not happen, but um, for one moment. And it's, you're always chasing it. Yeah. And it's uh, but also like there are smaller moments and that's why we keep doing it. Yeah. I think there are smaller moments in, in which you feel like you are connecting with someone. Oh, no, no, no. You it's not by doing that yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's not at all. It's like whenever whenever there's that moment that I like, I always tell people like I my biggest achievement is not winning awards, even though they're very nice. It's not winning <laughs> awards. It's it's when someone comes to me and tells me, you know, I saw your movie and and it just touched me in another way. Like it that's that sounded wrong. <laughs> it, it 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 didn't like it it had an impact. For yeah. me, someone like seeing someone going through the emotions, seeing something like talking about an issue, talking about like that's so much more important. And those are those are the moments that I'm talking like it's it's and, and you go through all of that rejection on a daily basis just for those moments, like to to have that to connect. And yeah, 
And yeah. again, it's like sort of a paradoxical thing because you, you, I think you've put it because there's the, th those moments are what makes you alive in a way. Yeah. But then you don't win that award or you don't win that job that you wanted to win, <laughs> and that breaks you. But that's not important thing. The yeah. only thing th those things bring you is the ability to reach more people and to connect with more people, yeah. and that's what you want. And also money. Money <laughs> is always <laughs> something that you need. So I guess that's important. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, guys, not because we're chasing those moments does not mean that we want to work for free we still have rents to pay exactly <laughs> we are not doing it for the exp just i mean exposure is nice yes but we also we can't experience. pay our bills with the exposure <laughs> you know you're doing this for the love of art it's like yes i am yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't punish me for liking my job <laughs> Do you have someone like real or fictional from your life or someone like a celebrity that you think a celebrity or a public figure? Celebrity has a connotation that I don't really <laughs> want to bring into this uh, that you think uh, is brave, an example of bravery that inspires you. Yeah, there's I mean, there's so many people in my life and I'm very, very lucky. You're going to make me emotional now. <laughs> It's there's definitely like there's a lot of people in my and I'm very, very lucky to, to have them. And there's a lot of people. And I think I mean, I look at like for my mentor, like Marianne Sanchez Carniglia, she who don't know her go know her. Like there's a few publications of her and, and a few interviews. And she is such an incredible woman and she gave me exactly that purpose like she she's someone who had so much purpose like to to put in context like she she grew up in argentina and she had a love for movies like because uh, as a kid like her parents would drop her off at the cinema and that's what she would do for the day and she said i, I always i want to work with the big ones and so but she was from argentina like with no prospect like no no way to to go down there so yeah. she started writing like she said you know what i'm gonna find a plan like this is my purpose this is what I want to do this is what I want to say and I st she started writing letters to all of these people and writing and writing and writing um, with no reply back of course until one day someone came to Argentina and she managed to to get in the room in the same room and she said oh hi you might not know me I'm Marianne and he's like I know who you are what do you want and she just went for it she told she pitched her herself and told everything and he said okay can you be in LA in two weeks? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no visa again, no nothing. And and she just went and, and, and she worked. And, and, and I mean, she's she has an incredible strength. And she told me like at a few weeks ago, she told me, no, I'm not brave. And I said, Marianne, you are brave. No matter, because you're like, no matter what failures, no matter what hardships, what, what things bring your weight, you still get up and you still have that purpose. And I think that's so much bigger in life than anything. And I think, I mean, the second person is definitely, I, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone else that I didn't choose. <laughs> but um, I think definitely my mom, because I think she, she's someone, and I learned that from her, to stand up for what you believe and stand up for what is right. Mm -hmm. And she has definitely stood up several times and face up bullies a lot of the times and, and kept herself in the right way and still being kind. I think that's very, very hard. And I, I learned that from her. And I'm very, I'm very glad that I did. Although sometimes in in high school, I definitely did not like that. Yeah, she's someone who who always stood up, who took care of her family, who took care of everything, and and always with a smile, and always allows herself to to 
to be joyful and, and, and to give to other people. So yeah, I think again in the in the aspects of vulnerability and, and, and standing up and these these two I mean women are always going to inspire me. Um, but there's a there's a lot. I mean in real life that's it. I could choose so many more. <laughs> there's like so many people. So yeah, and I I'll have like more episodes. Maybe we'll come back and we'll <laughs> more like people because like yes. I mean from anyone from like Jane Fonda like there's so many there's so many incredible wi- and I I want to like there's a lot of incredible men as well. Don't get me wrong, but I want to showcase. And we, and we did mention like we mentioned that Aristide was a yeah, and he was he uh, was incredible, he, super brave. Uh, so yeah, it's people like him that make me not want to say not ever admit that I'm brave because I I've never put myself through like that risk of losing so much yeah I mean like everything bravery comes in different ways and I think sometimes sometimes it is what I'm learning with this podcast as well. (laughs) it's like it's just about it's just about I think bravery is really facing your fears and knowing that your fears are there and and still going for it with it like listen to them as well like because they might be telling you something but learn from that and and and, and still go forward I, I think so many people in the daily life are, are, are brave like to to go out there and you know you might be in a bad relationship a bad marriage a, a bad work environment a bad something and 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 you go out there and you make um and it's okay as well. It's okay to sometimes not be not be brave. It's okay to yeah. step back and say, okay, I need, like, my fear at the moment is telling me and I'm scared and I'm going to allow myself this time to be scared because it might be too much and it is too much sometimes. It, it really is too much sometimes. Uh, your two examples made me think of two things. One is, like, my mom, when I first went to school, told me that if anyone ever bullied me, I should or like hit me. I should hit back, yeah. and that's something I carry for life. And I like I I used to I used to hit like the boys that <laughs> that would like bully me and stuff. Uh, or I I was very my face would stay like I'm brave. Like, I remember w- in primary school, one of the boys was chasing all the girls with like half of a mouse with like his its tail from mm-hmm. the tail, and it was uh, all the girls was were, were running like. And I'm like, no, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. I, I was grossed out, but I just thought this is the way to fight him. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see its insides. Uh, yeah, those <laughs> moments. It's and I also hate boys. So yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. Whoever came up that boys are the strongest sex. I'm just like, they they are the weakest sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> your your genital is right outside, right in the good position. And um, but it's. Yeah, no, definitely. I actually, like, that example actually reminded me of my aunt, who's also someone who was really brave, because she taught me exactly that, to be, like, you don't take shit from anyone. You are, and she, she yeah. always told, you are strong, you go out there, and you, you do not care about what anyone says. And I definitely took a lot from her. And I remember, like, in, in school as well, I remember one time we were playing basketball, and I loved playing basketball. Uh, and I was, like, all the guys were, the girls didn't care. But the guys, of course, they were very competitive. And I was competitive as well. I was like, no, I, like, why shouldn't I be? And I remember at one time, a guy turned to me and he was like, why are you so strong? Like, you shouldn't be strong. You shouldn't, you know, you, like, you shouldn't be competitive. You should be a girl. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, wh- why? Like, what? <laughs> why? Like, <laughs> Why? Because I have boobs. I cannot <laughs> be strong or be competitive or want to like to play with the boys. And um, yeah, I didn't play much more times after that. But I remember that moment that it's just 
thinking, saying, why? 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 Yeah. And then you have like a woman like Castor Semina who has a little more testosterone and now she can't uh, be a woman. I know. So it's like, I, was, I was so pissed. Off. Like when I read that, I was so pissed off. I was just like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like it's... someone just shared as well. Uh, what's his name? Michael Phelps also has like a genetic thing where he doesn't produce as much lactic acid as yeah, but... regular people and I'm doing air quotes and <laughs> the <laughs> the people in that committee said oh he's lucky yeah. to have he's going to keep competing he he's has just great lucky genetics. to have yeah. that, <laughs> that thing he has great genetics Castor Semina no she doesn't it's like it is lucky and it's lucky and also a lot of training because i i have polycystic ovaries and one of the things that does is that i have i don't right now because i take hormones but i grew up having more testosterone than other girls and i never i i like i can barely run a 5k so exactly <laughs> that's not a <laughs> i know it's kind of like that's that's it is but it's so interesting whenever a woman starts to achieve on those levels and to achieve especially on competition with men it's always like oh you know maybe not like maybe there's something maybe wrong there's with something. you yeah. <laughs> like maybe like uh, let's let's not go there um and it's uh i, I don't have the words for yeah. i actually i do nine to five anyone who hasn't seen that film oh. go watch it it's really good <laughs> with jane fonda and lily tomlin and they're absolutely awesome and it's very sad that it's since the 70s not much has changed no 80s movie was the 80s. The other thing I thought about, uh, you said Marianne was trying to get like people to get back to her and then someone came and asked her if she had stuff ready and she had stuff to show. And also you, you said that you had stuff to show when you didn't, but then you, cr you, you wrote the thing that you were being asked for but that's another like thing that uh, <laughs> i'm going to to make a point uh, donald glover the the comedian and musician is also known as childish gambino he apparently it it seems like he had all the opportunities like in a moment in his life where everything happened for him but apparently he just like worked really hard all his life when he had like a bunch of scripts and a bunch of songs written and when the opportunities came he had them exactly no you have to you have to work like a long time ago i was an actress as well a long 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 <laughs> time ago and um i i never forget what one of the producers from a, a play that i was in told me to be in this business you need three things you need passion because you're gonna have to work a lot you need talent a little bit and you need luck And, and that is absolutely true. Like, luck definitely comes to play. But I think you make your own luck because no one is unlucky forever and there's definitely opportunities out there for you. And you just have to keep going and have to, like, work. Exactly. Like, you work and you work and you make those opportunities because when it, when it comes, when that person, the right person is in front of you, you need to know what you're doing. And yes, of course I didn't have, but I had worked, like, I had worked on my purpose. I had worked on what I wanted. And the same with Marianne. She worked and she worked to define her purpose and and yeah the same with Donald Glover like it, it, it's those moments that you just have to yeah keep your purpose and, and things will come your way this is a pep talk for me as well <laughs> it's like things will come your way don't give up it's okay <laughs> that's like my secret my secret intention with this podcast is that people are telling me what I should do and how I should do it so yeah I'm taking then I edit it back and I'm like oh that's true Cool. Your own so pep talk, yeah. It's I'm like having a, a conversation, yeah. and then I I listen back at it to it, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's true. It's like 
no one is unlucky forever and those opportunities will present itself and it's it's on the it it it, it will come when you're prepared and when you're it's it's not just luck i mean of course luck comes to play with it to put the person and to put the right circumstances but if you don't work if you don't have a purpose you're not gonna get there and you need that so yeah definitely it, it, it definitely nothing comes overnight nothing 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 comes overnight sometimes there are situations that appear before you and you think oh this is like this is a shitty situation but if you allow it to happen you might discover that there's something more and Definitely, like, the amount of times that I've been surprised of something that it's... I thought, okay, this is horrible, it's not going to get there, it's not working, and then all of a sudden it's those moments. Um. I feel like another problem that we face is that we compare ourselves to people a lot. Yeah. And sometimes the way people are portrayed in the media is like, oh, it was like a day to night, they, they were nothing yesterday, and today they made it and it's and you've seen that recently with i can't remember her name but she's that comedian who's doing uh, videos dubbing donald trump not dubbing. Oh, um... donald trump is dumb- dubbing <laughs> 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 uh, and like people are saying because she has like now a netflix special and people are saying oh she's she did like um just an easy thing that's not even comedy she's but like she has first she's been a comedian like a stand-up comedian for ages she has written stuff she has even just that the way she performs that little those little videos is like great she just had an opportunity yeah no, <laughs> Which, that that idea that's like a silly idea that she didn't think will take her anywhere yeah. i'm sure just like gave her the opportunity and the work and, she had done it before yeah but it's like yeah it's an opportunity and she would have never gotten it if she had yeah if she hadn't worked for it if she didn't know like and and being strategic as well like about your career yeah. and, and knowing what you're going for and what's your goals like it's i mean yeah it's there's definitely like that i i, I guess because it's a good story like to tell oh you know like this person came from nothing and like it was yeah. overnight and it's like it's not overnight it never is overnight and and it when you say that it's overnight it negates everything that a lot of us go through like yeah like struggling with money struggling with rejection struggling to get the work out there struggling like, and it's like it's not overnight. Like, and, and as a filmmaker you will know this because <laughs> every time we see like a historical movie they will pick and choose the exciting bits of it and like scramble it to be the most exciting yeah. movie experience ever so yeah you pick and choose the success stories you don't usually Maybe there's like a one of those funny montages of people just like struggling, but it's like a two minute montage. Yeah, it's like a two hour <laughs> movie. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's interesting because one of my films were, that I'm making is exactly about failure. It's about it's go everything going wrong and it's gonna stay wrong. <laughs> Sorry, big spoiler. I guess that that's also what Uncut Gems is, and that's a, a wonderful failure movie. Yeah. yeah, like that 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 thing. It's really I really wish people would know because it's like it you stay years sometimes hopefully not decades <laughs> i'm knocking on wood <laughs> on all the woods <laughs> around that it's not decades <laughs> and yeah sometimes you might not be lucky that that opportunity came your way but it's it's exactly what you were saying you cannot compare yourself to someone else because you might be in a different path your opportunity might have not shown because it's not your path yet it's something different your because your purpose will be different from that person and and that's definitely yeah laura take this into your head because this is something that i do a lot i'm like from time to time i just go like but what am i doing wrong like that person has this that person has that they've managed they've achieved like how 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 and it's like and i need to remind myself 
it's not the same path. Like, this is not... I want something different than that. Yes, it's nice. It's nice to have work. It's nice to have money. But, (laughs) like, it is a different path. And I will get there one way or the other. I will get there and that path will become clearer and clearer as I go along. But, and I think, yeah, for everyone... You are on a different path. You do not have to chase. And you do not, especially you do not have to settle for things. If if any of you out there that are listening are saying, I should do this because it's the right thing to do now. Um, or it's what everyone else is doing. Shut that voice up and try to listen to the other one that is telling you what you actually should do. <laughs> not, not because everyone else is doing it. But I, I cannot stress this enough. Just go out there and don't... Don't go through life feeling that uh, like you need to follow a path. Because, yeah, and sometimes like my path might change as well. It's like I might be here and tomorrow I'm like, oh, you know what? There's an opportunity to sell coconut somewhere. I don't know. And and I'm like, OK, yeah, actually, that 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 is appealing to me. Sounds good now. <laughs> Sounds good now. Like uh, there's yeah, there's my purpose selling coconuts. Uh, oh, that would be nice. That's a wonderful way to finish. <laughs> and the only thing that's missing is if you have any plugs anywhere people can follow you yeah definitely uh i mean you can follow me on instagram although i don't put that much stuff you can follow me on laura or you can check my work at laura seishas s-e-i-x-a-s yes i know it's a very different name uh dot com i cannot unfortunately there are i can say this without elaborating too much there is very good news that are coming from my web series room lost black Wait for it. I cannot share it at the moment, but you might see it very soon on something else. If you don't, you can see the web series online as well. You can Google Dreaming Lost Black and you'll find the web series online. Thank you so much for accepting <laughs> you. Of my podcast <laughs> and for recording for, I think, over an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is what happened when you put two Portuguese t- talking <laughs> together. It's just, it goes and it goes and it goes. <laughs> I think we could have kept going for another hour. Oh, but yeah, for sure. Then yeah. people will be annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, just shut them up. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, for, yeah, it was a very good hour. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at, at @mariandisbeats on Twitter and Instagram for all dowdy updates. As all podcasts will tell you, all rates and reviews will be super welcome. And do share the podcast with your friends or on your socials. Hashtag DowdyPod. I would also like to know your pics of people who, to you, are examples of bravery. Share them on your reviews or tweet them at me. Huge, huge thank you to Champagne for the podcast jingle and a bunch of other things that are on podcast related. If you've enjoyed listening to Dowdy, have some spare to give, and would like to support me and help me improve on my tech and skills, all tips are welcome through PayPal and Coffee on at Mariana's Beats. I've been Mariana Feijó. Until next week.